1: What would you like to get off your chest? Are you holding on to secrets, fears, or frustrations? We all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Don't keep it all bottled up inside. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and work through whatever is weighing you down. It's also a great way to learn to resolve conflict, change negative thought patterns, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try.
0: the split between the sacred and the profane, between the spiritual and the secular, and wonder if that's real a real split, or if that's just not the two parts of ourselves that are identifiable, wanting to come together into an integrated whole.
2: Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Creativity, Spirituality, and Making a Buck podcast with David Nickturn on the Be Here Now Network. My name is Michael Kammers, your new producer and guide on this journey. It's a pleasure to be here with you. This is our initial segment of what we're calling David's View, which will be an ongoing series of episodes featuring David and I in discussion, edited into short, digestible podcast nuggets. Here, we'll be expounding upon the view of CSM and discussing how to align our values with our actions in society to create right livelihood based on the foundation of a mindfulness awareness practice.
0: I'm happy to be here with you, Michael.
2: I'm happy to be here with you as well, David.
0: Very good. Here we go. What are people want to know?
2: I think we might as well start with the big enchilada of CSM questions. One of the questions always asked from CSM workshops right off the bat is something like, is being successful, making money and having ambition antithetical to spiritual practice?
0: Yeah that's what we call the 64 dollar question among others so and and you know what it's a very ancient question and immediately I think of Christ who's not even a buddhist as far as i could tell great great spiritual leader going into the temple and throwing out the money lenders from the temple famous story right you're you're a christian you know you know that story right
2: Yes, I was raised in that
0: So the the notion of corrupt materialism is perhaps something that could be excised from spiritual practice. For example, selling programs, workshops, by manipulating people to get some kind of um, rush from the experience and feel like they got something out of it and therefore charging a lot of money for it and then hyping that experience, uh, that temporary experience, and maybe not utterly profound experience, and hyping it and then selling it for a lot of money. That would be just ordinary uh, materialism, or you could say spiritual materialism, which is um, a big cornerstone of of our uh, platform with creativity, spirituality, and making a buck to emphasize that we're not talking about um, Spiritual materialism here, which is fabricate some kind of spiritual trip or journey that's less than completely genuine, um, mark it up for uh, high volume sales, and see how many people you can con into having coming along and paying for it. We are not advocating that. That's not what we meant by creativity, spirituality, and making a buck. So um, now, The flip side of that experience is we have some kind of authentic training that we're offering for people, uh, dharma training, mind training, life training, life coaching, which is really what the the dharma is. It's a form of life coaching, actually. And we offer that uh, in an authentic way with real value being uh, um, presented. And we invite people in to take part in that kind of training. And we create a platform for that and a container for that, which of course requires resources, it requires people's time and energy and uh, their um, ability to pay their rent comes into question, their ability to support their family, to buy food, to to pay for gas for their car. Um, So that is um, considered possibly a good thing. Now the model pretty much up to recently has been, well, that should just be all free, you know, and and attached to the free model is the notion of nonprofit or donation. So it's not really free. Somebody is still paying for it, but they're not paying for it directly. They're, they're, they have the um, somewhat illusory sense that it actually is free, <laughs> but the money is coming in from somewhere. So um, I find that can be a great way to go, but also it's, it's limiting in terms of its perception of the value of what's being offered in conventional terms. So what we really put together with this idea of um, um, making a buck part of the title is actually having some relationship to what Buddhists call right livelihood, authentic, genuine relationship to livelihood, appreciation, respect for money, uh, for uh, resources, uh, a holistic and healthy approach towards connecting resources to um, offerings that are being made, and everything's fair, and there can be a sense of abundance and uh, well-being, but nobody's gouging nobody, you know, nobody's trying to rip anybody off, and um, that's a new model, I think. That's a that's probably based on a coming together of these ancient teachings with the modern world in which people are used to education platforms and training and paying for those kind of things with real value. So I think um, that's what we're trying to get at with the creativity, spirituality, and making a buck in, in terms of how money and and Dharma could interact.
2: So there's an aspect of intention and seeing through materialism some kind of authenticity, and exchange with a sense of well-being.
0: Yeah, and which is different maybe than paying for a massage and you feel better for a while afterwards until the cause and conditions that drove you into needing to get a massage reproduce themselves, which we call samsara, right? The the wheel, the loop. And what would be um, the actual cause of the stress and anxiety that led you to wanting to have a massage in the first place? Um, is more how, how the Buddhist uh, view is working. Not that it's saying don't get a massage, for goodness sake, nobody's saying that. But what's the root cause of the stress and the anxiety and the suffering? What's the you know, sort of inner causality of that? And then we look and we see, oh, we must have something to do with how we're handling our mind and our sort of emotional world, our inner world. How are we managing that process and are we driving ourselves nuts? Basically, are we pushing too hard? Are we going too fast? Are we lumping things together that are really s- distinct and separate? Uh, are are we um, able to slow down enough to parse the different elements of our of our situation in a kind of sane, um, balanced way? So that's um, that's really what we're we're, we're talking about um, with the value proposition is getting at the root causes of, of the suffering, not just the um, you know superficial causes. And that means somebody has to undertake some kind of practice or some kind of way of relating to their own state of mind in which they explore uh, how it works in a direct and experiential way. And we call that meditation. So in our particular version of uh, um, spiritual practice, Meditation is a kind of core foundational uh, issue or, or, um, you know, launching point. And what we mean by it is not just attempting to create a superficially tranquil state of mind, which some people might um, seek after that um, to have a kind of calm come over the whole dilemma. Oh, I feel much better now. But the question, again, of coming to the root cause is to look more deeply than that And, um, you know, we call that Vipassana or insight meditation, where you actually not just calming the mind, but you're looking at the activity of the mind to develop further insight and perspective as to how it actually works. How do do we get into situations which create um, dis-ease, anxiety, stress, depression? How does that happen? And we take the view that actually a regular person has the intelligence they need on board already to just simply slow down allow that to happen and see for themselves just study themselves in a sense learn about themselves make friends with themselves so that's the beauty of the the role of the meditation practice in terms of um, getting further alignment uh, and um, balancing balancing thoughts emotions and space into a more holistic kind of relationship to each other.
2: Balancing thoughts, emotions, and space into a more holistic relationship with each other. We're back in voiceover mode now because I would like to encourage everyone to go back and listen to that previous arc of conversation that David laid out one more time, and specifically through the lens of ground, path, and fruition. So as David teaches us in our teacher trainings, and as his teacher Trungpa Rinpoche taught him, the traditional way to teach Dharma is through this form known as threefold logic. We start somewhere, our ground. We take a journey. Perhaps we use a method. That's our path, which leads to some sort of fruition involving what we aspired to cultivate at the beginning. So in this arc of conversation, David starts with the ground of samsara, bewildered cyclical existence, and then posits that to get to the root cause of that suffering and not the superficial causes, we must undertake a practice relating to our own state of mind, meditation. And then he concludes with a fruitional statement of balancing thoughts, emotions, and space into a more holistic relationship to each other. If you know this form and have an understanding and experience of what you are teaching, you can improvise and add metaphors to deepen your ability to communicate in life. And you can also use this as a tool to engage more deeply with the teachings as we all endeavor to hear, contemplate, and meditate on the Dharma. So I invite you to pop back to the beginning of that arc at 6 minutes and 5 seconds. And if this is the second time you've heard this, thank you. And now a message from the Be Here Now Network. And so in the view of CSM, once perhaps we have this kind of realization in our life and that we can work with our mind, this is a practice that we can incorporate into our life as lay practitioners. We don't necessarily have to completely drop out and become a monastic, or that may be the right move for you.
0: Yeah. When we work with individual Students, you have to tune into well, what's this person's kind of perspective, and what would be best for them. What's the best way to work with that person's state of mind? So, for some people, you know, a kind of significant point of departure from the, you know, uh, roller coaster ride of everyday life, and going into retreat for a period of time can be really helpful to allow the mind to settle and to see. Longer patterns, longer arcs of habits and patterns, Um, and even for lay practitioners, as you're calling us, householder practitioners, that can be good to do for a while. You know, for a weekend or a week, or even a month sometimes. Just give yourself the space. We have time. You know, we're in such a big rush. But as far as I can figure out, I'm not exactly sure where everybody's going so fast. And and if you look at the world, you go, maybe we're going there too fast and getting nowhere. That's a real conclusion you could come to. So leaving some time and space. Now, that could take the form of years for certain people, and they develop deep insight and deep wisdom. But at some point, everybody comes back. Even the lay, even the monastic practitioner comes back into the world, if only to go to the store and get some milk for the monastery. It's, uh, you know, you're in the world. You need money you need to speak the language of the person there. You need to know how much milk you need for, for the 30 monks that you're serving so at the monastery. So the, the divide between those two worlds is narrower than most people think in that everyday life for people like us has a meditative component, an awareness component, a mindfulness component, a developing compassion component. And the monastic life has the also has to have the notion of how to react skillfully to others in interpersonal situations how to run even if it's the business of a monastery those are big businesses those places they have a lot of overhead they have they have bursars and they have uh, you know um, directors of those places So you know our life and, and as, a, as a culture has many aspects to it at different times we're going to cultivate different strengths depending on what we need to work on next. So I think that's a vision of the lay, community and the um, monastic community is they, they could work very closely together even within a single individual per- person those both elements are always there
2: well there you have it folks that's our first episode of david's view on creativity spirituality and making a buck podcast on the be here now network thank you so much for joining us today as always it is a pleasure We'd like to give a special thank you to Melissa Mattern for all of her help with every episode. And if you like what you hear, head over to dharmamoon.com and check out all of our offerings from our burgeoning community if you are interested in meditation, Buddhist studies, or creativity. I think that's about it today. If you like what you hear, consider subscribing to our podcast or giving us a review. All right. Thank you. Take good care. May you be safe, healthy, happy, and at ease. All the best.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you like to get off your chest? Are you holding on to secrets, fears, or frustrations? We all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Don't keep it all bottled up inside. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and work through whatever is weighing you down. It's also a great way to learn to resolve conflict, change negative thought patterns, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com BeHereNow.